welcome to Wolfman's Lounge, the podcast about horror and cult movies, not films. They're very different things. I'm Josh. And I'm Mike. Uh, it's been a little while, folks. Um, but like all good monsters, uh, we always come back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. And uh, kind of have a new direction. Uh, we're reinvigorated, uh, you know, better, stronger, harder, faster, all that stuff. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, and on top of that, it's the season. My, one of my favorite things is because there's a little bit of a drive between us to get to our houses and stuff. Is we, I literally was watching leaves fall off the trees today, man. And there's two things that signify that the season is here for me: mm. leaves falling off the trees, changing color in yeah. New England, and spirit Halloween shops popping up. Yeah, yeah. Many of them in the dead remains of uh, of Toys R Us's now. Yeah, I saw that online. It seems like a thing. All right with it. Yeah, no, I mean it seems appropriate. It does. Um, yeah, I I got real basic this morning and I went and got myself a pumpkin latte. Ooh. Yeah. I saw that they were out, but yep. I haven't uh I haven't I haven't, you haven't indulged. I haven't indulged yet. <laughs> I try to wait until yeah. September. Yeah. But With leaves though, man, that's a good omen. They were just gently falling. Like yeah. it was it was basically like the fucking gods of horror being like the wolfman's lounge is back <laughs> motherfuckers that's yep. how it felt yeah um so uh today we want to do kind of like a uh not only just like a reintroduction of sorts but kind of like how the hell have we not done this yet sort of thing where we're gonna we're gonna list off each of us will list off our top three favorite horror films absolutely like that's big like how have we not discussed this I don't know. It seems almost like such a basic topic, but I think it, it works really well for giving people an idea of where we're coming yeah. as almost like a baseline of like the shit we really fucking right. like. Right. Right. I feel like I feel like earlier we just kinda went balls deep on like let's talk about the weird shit, you know? It's a tendency we have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to any of the previous episodes, you're uh you're well aware that we dive down <laughs> that hole more often than not. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean We'll see how this goes, cause yeah, a lot of I feel like a lot of these is kind of like, what else can I possibly say mm-hmm. about this movie? You know, that's so, true. But I don't know if you're if you're listening and you kind of respect us and respect our opinion, you know, about this shit. Maybe this is something you've been waiting for. And if not, then uh, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I also I, I can't imagine people are really going to be surprised at some of the stuff that we pick. Oh God, no. I, can't imagine that you're going to be like, my God. Right. Right. Yeah. But. Yeah. And the other thing is we're going to try to bring it back to a shorter, punchier yeah, right. episodes. Yeah. With the idea that you'll get more. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And we'll get to some of that to- at the end, too. Yeah, we absolutely. Got, we got the plugs. Mm. Plugity plug plug coming in for yeah, you. Yeah, baby. All right, man. Let's get down to the meat. To the grit. The meat of the sandwich here. The sandwich. Mm. The horror sandwich. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go in reverse order here, right? I don't even think I can justify it with a number. I'm just going to okay. kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I justify three. it with a number. Okay, I'm going to... I'll just spit out my top three. Okay. Um, I'll let you lead. I'll let you... You're going to let me lead. You can I'm lead going with, in reverse order. You're going with three, right. two, one, and I'm, I'm just going to kind of... You're just going to... Just yeah. ejaculate my movies onto you all. Oof, yikes. <laughs> um, I need some water. Uh, <laughs> maybe some soap <laughs> and possibly a mop. Um, yeah. So, uh, the, my, my third choice was actually the hardest. 
Um, because I mean, the first, the first two, I can pretty much just say like by raw math of like my all time favorite movies. These are the first two horror films that come up. Whereas I kind of had to dig for like, man, what is, what's the third? Um, and I think that I, I think that I concluded that it's the original 1931 Frankenstein starring Boris Karloff. Okay. Uh, I was, I, I go between Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Both um, are terrific. Yeah. I think as a pair, like mm. as a, as a, as watching them back to back is typically best. Yeah. I can agree. I can totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, because it's all the same like story. Like it's a continuation, you know, with like only minor like changes in plot and whatnot mm-hmm. and, and, yep. and, and actors. Uh, but I think that the first, the first Frankenstein, I think is such a tight movie. Um, they're, they're both tight movies, you know, like Bride of Frankenstein has things to say, whereas I think the original Frankenstein, it still has things to say, but it's more, uh, it's more just a monster movie. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that, that makeup just is like, it's, that's kind of so iconic. It is so iconic and, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to remember sometimes like, this came from that, you mm-hmm. know. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. It's kind of weird, but uh, yeah. So, *Bride Frankenstein* actually was like the first monster movie I ever watched as a kid. Really? Yep. Yeah, I was uh, I was always like interested in monsters. I saw books, you know, on on the classic monsters. Um, All those. Uh... Oh, not just those. Yeah. So yeah. Crestwood, the Crestwood Crestwoods, ones we've talked yeah. about with those orange spines. Uh, Crestwood also put out these uh, purple um, books. That were just about one movie, and my local library had two of those. Uh, they had, I believe, it was either uh, Return of the Creature or The Creature Walks Among Us. I don't remember which one. It was one of the two uh, yeah. creature sequels. Yep. The yeah. Yeah, the uh, creature of the Black Lagoon. Those are rough. Those are hard to watch. I still the like sequels. Them. I like them. Yeah, but you know the first one's great. Yeah, there's a big drop off in quality. Yeah. There. Getting sidetracked. The other one was Ghost of Frankenstein or Son of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Son of Frankenstein was the was the one they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always wanted to take that out of the library. And mm-hmm. my dad was like, "No, because you're gonna you're gonna be up for weeks <laughs> on end." So uh, yeah, but then finally one afternoon we were like flipping through channels together, and uh, Bride Frankenstein was on, and we watched it. And uh, I was a transformed man from that point forward. Yeah, those old movies will do that to you if you watch them at the right age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love their like complete lack of uh, reality. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> their complete lack of logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I love them, man. And I think the the takeaway with any of those Universal movies, uh, if you want to get into the spooky spirit, like the atmosphere in those are like unparalleled. Yeah, it just it just kind of brings that whole. That gothic, yeah. That the fact g- they're in black and white, yeah. Like it just all foggy graveyards, yeah. Uh, decrepit castles, uh, just yep. Insane electric laboratories. This, the when I watched it when I was like in my twenties for the first time, because mm-hmm. I I didn't I couldn't get my hands on them for a long time. You know, like the VHSs were hard to find, expensive. Yep. Uh, finally, got the uh, the legacy collections. Uh, that they put out like with Van Helsing, yeah, yeah, yep. where you get like all of a monster's movies. Yeah, those are great. Those are awesome. Um, it's a shame that they're tied to such a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> when I watched Frankenstein in like my twenties, like that opening scene of Igor 
and Dr. Frankenstein cutting a body down from, you know, the hangman's noose. Um, That graveyard that they're in, I was like, this is the birthplace of Tim Burton. Yeah. Like, it's (laughs) everything is crooked and at that weird angle, and it's like, yeah, this is this is entirely where this dude got this look from. You know, it's yeah. important. It's yeah, important stuff. He, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing too. The weight of just the yeah. the weight of the importance on the entire genre. Yeah, you just can't really like. You can't say just how like much it really brings to the table. Yeah. Um. So that's my that's my third Frankenstein. favorite Frankenstein. It is it is an incredible movie. Yeah. Um. You will get no arguments from me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, my uh, one of my three, I guess, because I'm not really putting uh, numbers on them. Uh, I'm just gonna blurt one out. Phantasm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Phantasm. I did not see when I was a teenager or anything. It wasn't prob- uh, probably again. I didn't see it until my twenties. Mm-hmm. So, and the first time I watched it, uh, I thought it was hokey. I was like, I was like, okay, like. Because there's a lot of hype about Phantasm. True. There's a lot of people that uh, really put it up on a pedestal. Yep. And they're like, oh, it's like one of the scariest movies, blah, blah. It, it used to appear on that that AMC. They used to do like the top 100 scariest or moments in, most frightening moments in film and stuff. It would, yeah. Like, it would appear on that. Yeah. So it was one of those movies that I kind of watched. I digested it and I, I kind of forgot about it. Mm. And for whatever reason, I went back and revisited it. Um, probably like a few years after the fact, and then it really hit me. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies I feel like it really rewards repeat viewings. This is true. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I guess I wasn't ready for what Phantasm was. I was expecting it to be one thing, and it's really something fucking weird. Yeah, it's a really bizarre film. Um. It's really impressive that it's like that that it that it holds together. It does. All. It does. Like, it, nope. Like the wheels are so close to falling off of it mm-hmm. um, through the whole thing. Yep. But it manages to hold itself together, and uh, it's worth the ride. It's worth the ride. You have no idea where this movie's going. When no, you, you watch don't. It. You don't. It doesn't actually make any fucking sense until the very end. Right. And I feel like for a lot of people, it actually goes over their heads. Yeah. Um, you, you either get it or you don't, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into what happens. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You, you just got to go and experience it for yourself. Um, and it's, and it's a rough movie, man. I mean, it's super low budget. Yeah. Um, made well outside of the Hollywood spectrum. Yes. Yes. And, and it shows, but, but that's, it's got charm it, too. The charm. It has and a charm the to it. atmosphere of, so the, 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 pre- the premise of it is that there's a, there's a, um, a funeral home mm-hmm. and there's like a young kid and his brother that are, um, their parents have just died and, um, their this kid becomes obsessed with his funeral home. And he, and he thinks that the, um, the guy that runs, the it. guy that runs it is this just, just malevolent, just evil fucking guy. Mm. Um, who's really fucking tall. Like I can't, yeah, like he, he, they call him the tall man. Yep. It can't be understated. This guy mm-hmm. is tall. Played by the legendary <laughs> Angus Scrim, yeah. which is like the greatest name ever. Yeah. <laughs> just saying that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has this, it just has this really, it's a very dreamlike, nightmarish kind of one, like dreamlike logic, mm. and then just the dreamlike atmosphere. There is a scene in Phantasm that I think is a testament to 
this movie's atmosphere and um, the like the screen presence of Angus Scrim, mm. and it's in broad daylight. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And uh, Angus Scrim is walking down the street, right? And he walks by um, uh, one of the characters. He has an ice cream truck. <laughs> Right? Reggie. Reggie has an ice cream truck. And like Reggie's doing dicking around with his ice cream truck or something. And there's like steam billowing out of it or something like that. And it's all in slow motion. And it still has this like dreamlike kind of creepy atmosphere. For the for a scene with a very tall guy, an ice cream truck shot in broad daylight. Yeah. And absolutely. it still is like there's something off. Yep. going on here. And Angus Scrim, the way he he has a strut to that walk. Oh, yeah. Slow mo strut. Yep. Never, yeah. Never said that sentence in Dude, my Dude, he can, like, life. fucking cross lakes with one stride. The stride is so yeah. big. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know that ex- that scene is amazing. Yeah. Um, How about the little acoustic jam? I was just going to say, like, <laughs> that was act- that's actually, like, like first time you watch that movie, you're like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck? <laughs> it's just Reggie and um, Mike's older brother, yeah. and they're just fucking jamming on the stoop with yep. their acoustic guitars, and it's totally filler. Yeah. But, but they they put it in there. It works, man. It just yep. it just works. Yeah, it's it's not a movie for everyone. I feel like you have to sort of have dipped your toe. I really didn't appreciate it until I started going down the rabbit hole of Italian horror. Sure, uh, European horror yeah. where it's like stuff may not happen in a linear chronological order that American audiences are used to. Yeah, right. Um, that's really when Phantasm started clicking for me. It was when I that's when I went back. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of a product of its time um, oh, it's, when you when you yeah. talk about that. Because, I mean, it's like, it's very much a 70s horror film. Hell yeah. Yep. yep. And yep. not like a late 70s horror film. I mean, it's like a 70s horror film. Yeah, it's got some psychedelic kind of stuff to yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. You know a lot of people uh, trip balls on shrooms and uh, got the fucking yeah. shit their pants watching The Tall Man. Yeah. Yeah. Or the steel ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that fucking... Yeah. Woo. Yep. That movie's awesome. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah, I that, love that one too. Yep. That has climbed like rapidly. Like yeah. num- it's well number three with a fucking bullet, man. Yeah, like yeah. that shit has just skyrocketed towards my uh towards the top. Yeah. So what do you got? What's the next All one? All right, number two. I feel like I should put this at the end because it's like such a fucking milestone. Um my second favorite horror film of all time is uh John Carpenter's Halloween. The original. No, no argument. Like, how can you... If you talk shit about that movie, man... I don't think you have any clue what you're talking about. If you tell me you don't like Halloween. It's it's amazing. It's, yeah. It's such a fucking classic. Uh, I hadn't seen it. Like, I didn't watch it growing up, you know? Um, oh, I but, did. Yeah, you did? Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, I watched it... Uh, God, it's been years now, but... Um, I... It was, it was getting pretty close... To the day, mm. you know, um, which is definitely the best way to experience it. Like I typically like, I try to watch as much new shit every year as I possibly can, and throw in some old favorites stuff I watch every year. But Halloween is off limits until like the last I would say three days. Yeah, that makes sense. Of the Halloween season, usually waiting until after I'm done handing out candy for the night. Yeah, I'll put Halloween on. And it's just a perfect, perfect way to end mm-hmm. the season. Um, yeah, I watched it years ago, and um, I think that I, I got bombed, like, while watching it. 
All right. And that's not the way to watch it. How did that work out for you? It wasn't enjoyable. It was enjoyable, but I went back and watched it again, and I was really to pick. I, I picked up on like there is a constant tension throughout that movie. You know, there is there. Like, I mean, he's called the shape. Yep. He's not yeah. Michael Myers. Nope. He's a force of nature. He in is that a film. force of nature in that movie. He is not a character. He is a an unstoppable uh, monster. Monster. A yeah. presence. Mm-hmm. Um, who goes head to head with Donald Pleasance? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who is just yeah. let's be real he's hey. fucking amazing he's so good oh my god the speeches so that he gives oh my god yep yeah that you know like the, when he talks about how he was uh you know was his uh psychiatrist for so mm-hmm. many years and gave up on him yeah, it's fantastic yeah. was he say like he has like the devil's eyes or something yeah yep yep so good yeah and and jamie lee curtis is, yeah, right. Is excellent. All the, all the characters are really good. There's no like annoying characters. Well, um, I mean, it's just so much of the movie is just standard teenage th- that's, that's the filler. Thing is, it just it feels like it could happen anywhere USA. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, uh, I think that that's the thing. If you've never seen it before, just know like the actual like dialogue for the most part and what's going on. It's not important. Like no. none of it's important. What you are missing, I think, is. Um, the fact that these characters, once we're introduced to them, they're watched from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like he might not be on screen, but he's always like right around the corner. Like yeah. you get that feeling because he usually is. <laughs> yeah. Like almost every scene, it's like no, he's he's there. He's creeping. He's creeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That there's something about that uh, that Bill Shatner mask. Yep. Uh, without its eyebrows. Yep. Which is important, yeah. Because in a lot of those fucking sequels, oh yeah, he has eyebrows. He has fucking fuzzy, goofy and, eyebrows. Oh my God, it's the worst. I don't know how you can fuck it up that bad. What sequels? What sequels are you talking about, Mike? I don't know. Yeah, there aren't any. There, yeah, except for three. I'm hoping. I'm really yeah. Three is amazing. Yeah. Um, I hope, really hope that after this new one comes out, because they're essentially yeah. ret- they're retconning the whole canon where it's like yeah. the first film happened. And that's it. And then this one, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But John Carpenter's Halloween is one of the best movies ever made, regardless of genre. Halloween is not meant to be... There's a lot of horror movies that work better in a crowd setting. Yeah. Don't watch Halloween in a crowd. No. Watch it by yourself. Yes. In the dark. In the dark. Very, very loud. Crank. If, if, yep. is, if Put headphones on if you want. Yeah. Yep. Just let that movie take you on its ride. It is... It's horrifying. Yeah. It, it really is horrifying. It still gets me at certain parts, you know, like oh, yeah. and I and I know everything that's coming. But the ending. The ending gets me. Yep. That the that sound sh- of his breathing. Yep. Yep. It's great. That's the other thing too, man. The breathing sound. It just adds to a there's a yeah. it adds to a creep factor. Yeah. It's just it's a complete package movie. You yep. know. You tie in the soundtrack too. Oh, the soundtrack is iconic. It's yeah. lightning in a bottle. Yep. Yeah. My right. number two. Yeah, here we go. Well, I guess not really my number two, but I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, is John Carpenter's <laughs> The Thing. Yeah. I thought about that. I yeah. thought about The Thing. That was a contender. I didn't see The Thing again. And this is one that I kind of watched later on. I was probably somewhere between like 18 and 22. Yeah. can't really remember. And... It blew my goddamn mind when I saw that movie. Like mm. the one, the special effects, mm-hmm. and I don't want I don't want to put the special effects at the forefront because 
as integral as they are to the movie's success, mm-hmm. they're just they're just one ingredient to the fucking yeah. fucked up recipe of that movie. Yep. It's the the setting. Yep. The isolation. Mm-hmm. The paranoia. Mm-hmm. The characters. This just complete and utter just it really has a it, it's a it's a depressing movie yeah like it is. It, it's a really just like downer movie yeah um but i don't i don't let that get to me it's one i can i can re-watch over uh, yeah and over i agree again. it's not like the mist where i gotta set myself up for it yeah no yeah. it's it's i don't mean it depressing like that it's just a very it has like a really um not downer i'm like trying to think of the word it's just unsettling yeah it's got an unsettling kind of uh unanswered ending it is yeah yeah. but i like that i do too and there again a lot of people don't like going back to phantasm there's a lot of people that they're gonna watch the ending of that movie and be like that's it that's it what 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 yeah and it's like just sit there and let that all let the whole experience marinate Mm -hmm. over you Mm -hmm. and just fucking drink it in man yeah i mean it's a movie that um you know think think about what's gonna happen next at that like at the end of that movie let that fear kind of fucking take over there's a lot of different ways that it could go down yeah what were you gonna say interrupted um it's definitely a movie that you know obviously was not understood when it came out no it tanked you know? and it, critics hated it and it didn't make any money yep et came out and destroyed it yep yeah and now here we are mm. and the thing is recognized as a masterpiece rightfully so yeah i mean it, it there's some justice in this world still yeah, yeah. yep um it, it's a movie that has been replicated mm-hmm. yeah people people it's it inspires a lot of people it has mm-hmm. a great soundtrack um it put um, fucking Kurt Russell on the map as being like a legitimate actor. Yeah, right. Um, he went because before that he was kind of this goody two shoe, um, like Disney kid. Disney kid, yeah. yeah. Um, although I don't know, did Escape from New York come before or after? Uh, I think that Escape from New York came after. Okay, because I that, think regardless, I those those couple movies. I mean, yeah, Kurt Russell's a fucking. He man. first worked with John Carpenter in that Elvis uh, TV yep. movie. Yeah, you're so. right. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I watched it. Uh, I think probably about the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd like caught pieces of it, you know, and I always like didn't understand it and didn't quite enjoy what I was looking at. You know, it's, it's horrible. It's unpleasant. It's really unpleasant. Uh, but when I finally sat down and watched the whole thing, it was just like, damn. It kind of you know what it ruined for me, zombie stuff, because yep. I what the thing is is getting at in that that uh, that. Paranoia and mistrust. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing does it better. Yeah, it, it really does, and I think that it just distills it to to make it better. Like it's not, you know, like the the the, the man versus man thing. Like that's interesting in zombie movies to a point. Yep. Um, but the man versus maybe man. Yeah. Like I find that more interesting, and with a more limited. Uh, Set of characters and a more isolated setting, it really ramps up that oh, uh, that creep factor. Yeah, it pops. There's there's a couple scenes the first time I watched that movie through that like Jesus. My, my heart stopped just yep. how creepy they were. When that guy's head fucking grows legs, <laughs> I think the it's so what, fucked up. What Kurt Russell says in the movie is pretty much exactly like yeah what everyone's thinking. He's based yeah he's basically like you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah right. <laughs> 
perfect. He has some yeah. great lines in that movie. Yep. Um, yeah. All that, right. That's my number two. What? What's my all-time all-time favorite? favorite horror movie? And again, this was just determined by like so my top favorite movies of all time. Yep. Um, also, I guess I should take this moment to, to kind of like explain the rules I set up for myself because a lot of my favorite movies could be interpreted as horror movies if you're really looking at it uh, through a more lenient lens than I did. Okay. Um, I mean, a strict horror movie, not not a, a mashup of genres. So horror comedies, I left out. I did too. Because my wife basically like, we talked about this and she's I like, did too. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, they can't. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, because I mean, if you, if you get down to it, then then my all time favorite movie is a, is a horror movie, Yeah, you know, but ghostbusters is not a horror movie. It's mm-hmm. a comedy evil dead Two. I don't watch it and I get horrified. Correct. It's gross, but yeah, it's funny. It's hilarious. So with that in mind, my all time favorite horror movie and it's actually tied with another one. <laughs> oh, but this isn't a horror movie. The one I picked is Alien, the original Alien. Yep. Um, because Aliens, if you were to ask me my favorite movies of all time, Alien and Aliens, they're interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Depends on the mood you catch me in. Okay. But if I'm just talking horror movies, it's Alien. I've always I've I've always put Alien a step above Aliens. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's like not even close for me. I mean, I love the I love the expansion upon that universe mm. that just oh, seems so like done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the fact that they did anything with it and it worked and made it bigger and still still Terrifying. succeeds. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, really impressive. But for the don't get me again, wrong, isolation, atmosphere. Mm. Uh, I really don't think anything does it better than Alien. Yeah, it's hard to argue with. Um, it's kind of funny that like Alien and Halloween are my favorite two horror movies, and when you kind of get down to it, they're like the same, the same exact paper, premise. Yeah, only ones on a spaceship. Yep, but it's just which that makes spaceship. it which it makes it infin- <clears throat> infinitely cooler, right? It, well, yeah, exactly. I'm a science fiction fan before yeah. I'm a horror fan, mm-hmm. so yeah, of course that that makes sense. Um, but man, the alien ship, um, you know, when they go when they go onto the ship and they uh, just the the vision, how thorough that art direction by uh, H.R. Giger is, mm-hmm. is just like, I want to, as much as I would fucking die, I want to live oh, in that movie. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's so good. There's no movie I want to see on the big screen more during, like, in my lifetime. I want to be fully immersed in Alien. Yeah. And I want to clarify, I don't, I, I I think Aliens is fucking incredible. Like, I don't want people to downplay like It's that an action movie, though. Yeah. Like, I'm not... That's why yeah. I'm saying it's not... I don't think it's a horror movie. It's an action movie. No, it isn't. Uh, but Alien, you're right, is essentially... you. It, it is a it is a slasher film for all intents and purposes. Yep. In a, in the Haunted House is a... A spaceship. It's a rundown yep. freighter of a spaceship. Yeah. Um, those claustrophobic, tight, you know, spaceship corridors, uh, that all just, like, makes it that much creepier mm-hmm. uh, and there's like enough dark nooks and crannies for it to hide like there's so many moments in that movie where you're studying the background because you just you're expecting like any moment it's gonna come out yep and i've seen the movie a million times and i still do that yeah i get on edge when 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 the movie's setting it up yeah it's really great yeah um, yeah even the build-up to it mm-hmm. you know it's all it's all just it's perfect yep yeah because it's the 
I mean, pl- plus you have to, you have to. I mean, if you've never seen Alien and you don't like the 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 thought mm. of just another creature right. embedding itself and impregnating you, yeah, and you not even really being aware at that point, you're like, I guess I'm fine, yeah, and then you fucking go to eat some fucking like gruel or whatever the fuck you're eating in yep. outer yeah. space. Uh, and yeah, it kind of goes against like my my typical, uh, you know, science fiction tastes. You know, like I'm a big Star Trek fan. We've mm-hmm. talked about that in the past. Um, you know, and I kind of like, I'm optimistic about, you, got- you know, humanity exploring space and, and interacting with new alien species and whatnot. Like that stuff all just hits all the right buttons for me. Yep. But Alien is a movie about an entity that has no empathy it has no feeling it just it's there to kill and Mm -hmm. it's going to kill you and there's nothing you can do to stop it yeah it's terrifying it really is like it's 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 i think it's hard for some people to be like oh well it's in space it's hard for me to no 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 that thought is terrifying (laughs) the other thing (laughs) the other space holds things yeah and the other thing that works that is that the uh, the main cast they're just they're just regular people yeah they're not they're not uh they're not they're uh, not survivors. It's not They're Star not, Trek. No, it isn't. You know, They're you don't, not you don't trained have, to. You don't have bones. You don't have. No. Like, they're just, they're, they're essentially like people that would work on like an oil rig or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like out in like the ocean. The fact that Ripley's like the hero almost seems like accidental. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it just seems like, well, this is just how it came down. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it really just, uh, it's one of those movies. What else can I say about it? Yeah. And Sigourney Weaver is so good. Um, again, that was like, like Jamie Lee Curtis, that shit kind of just like catapulted her career. Yep. First time I ever watched it, like everybody knows, like, it's like, it's like Empire Strikes Back. Like, it's hard to go into seeing that for the first time without knowing what happens at the end or what happens during it. There's that chestburster scene. Everybody knows that scene. Mm -hmm. But the first time I watched Alien, there was another scene that just held like, a, a complete surprise for me where it was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. And then when it explains itself, you're like, Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, I, my, fir- like when I was a kid, I mean, we talked about this in another podcast. Uh, my first experience to a lot of, or, or exposure to a lot of these films was walking around a blockbuster video. Yeah. And I, the VHS, artwork for alien was just i think it was just a fucking the egg probably was the black cover with like the creepy alien egg yep and um gave me nightmares i just it's just a picture yeah but (laughs) yeah that's a that's a fucking all-time classic regardless of genre again all right this is it numero uno for me um Mm -hmm. i guess it's it shouldn't really be a surprise i mean it's called the Wolfman's Lounge. <laughs> uh, an American Werewolf in London. Yep, uh, has to be on there. It is. That's one where the horror comedy. It definitely is on the side of horror. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it's a terrifying movie in a lot of regards. Oh yeah, and all three of the movies I picked are kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. Well, um, werewolf stories are always tragic. They are. Like, there's um, only one way this can end. Yeah. Yeah. And American Werewolf in London is just the perfect kind of werewolf movie. Yeah. Not a wolfman movie, but yeah. a werewolf movie. Yeah. I love the story that it tells of the two two guys backpacking across Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, they get attacked by some sort of beast. Yep. One of them lives, one of them dies. I love, 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 love that, like, 
the the friend that dies yep. becomes this kind of like ghoul, this specter yeah. that haunts the main character. Right. And he's trying to get him to kill himself. Yep. It's so Because it's the right thing to do. Of course, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't I mean there's there's you know, that instinct of surviving. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't wanna he doesn't want to admit that he's a monster. Yeah. Um but, and he's like decomposing more and more as the movie goes on. Yeah, too. It's, it's really great. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's like a scene towards the end when they're in like a fucking they're like in an X-rated theater. Yeah. And he's just like he's the most just disgusting looking yeah. guy. It's such a great juxtaposition of images mm-hmm. where there's just there's straight up pornography. Yep. Like on the screen, this really gross dead guy is sitting in the theater and he's like just begging his friend like you have to kill yourself yeah they're just having they're, they're basically just having a conversation yeah um yep it's great um the main character is great um the transformation scene basically ruined werewolf movies for like yep yeah that's until the end of time it just destroyed the bar um that is like one of the most painful it it is if you go back and watch that movie, it is such a testament to how good practical effects are, how effective they are. Right. Same thing with uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm-hmm. That it's mind blowing that executives today like. Yeah. Right. Like if you're making, I, I'm thoroughly convinced, if you're going to make a fantasy movie, mm-hmm. a science fiction movie, or a horror movie, you can use CG. But you need a lot of it to be practical. Yeah. It adds this kind of... Because you're trying to force people to believe in the unbelievable. Yeah, right. And, like, if you're just looking at a computer-generated image, your your mind is immediately like, oh, what I'm looking at is fake. Like, I'm It not- doesn't matter how good we get our technology. It's never going to have the same weight. Correct. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it couldn't be anything other... That had to be in my top three. I mean... I have to agree. Uh, and, and like I was saying, I think that, uh, you know, whereas like Evil Dead 2 or Ghostbusters, like it's it's using these scary images. Yep. And there's there's a juxtaposition there. You know what I mean? Of like mm-hmm. Evil Dead, you kind of want to like, if you're not a horror fan, you're not used to seeing the buckets of gore that that movie throws at you. It's like you're watching through you're watching through your fingers. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, it's so ridiculous that you want to laugh at it. Yeah. You know, like you have that urge. American Werewolf in London is the opposite end of that coin, where it's like it's using these these funny elements mm-hmm. to really make it that much more unsettling. Uh, another thing I really want to talk about with that movie is the soundtrack. Yeah, um, it's a collection of songs, usually old ones. Yep. Uh, you know, sixties. Yeah, like sixties rock. Exactly. Um, all of them involve the word moon. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the. You know, you got Blue Moon, you got a Bad Moon Rising, mm-hmm. uh, the downer ending with, with Blue Moon, mm-hmm. which is just like pure bubblegum 50s <laughs> pop, man. It is, um, the reason I think I can put it as a horror movie is that it is definitely a, what it consider a black comedy. Oh, yeah. You have to, like a lot of people would watch that movie and just, be, this is straight horror, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of funny elements to it. Yeah. That a lot of people wouldn't find funny, but... I kind of find them funny. They're kind of funny. Yeah. Um, There's another major component to the American Werewolf in London that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. The <laughs> the, uh, the goddess yeah. of uh, Jenny Agutter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's always a component to a lot that of is horror. A, uh, that's a good component to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's, um, she's quite the lady. Quite a lady in that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, now you know. And I and, and I fully uh, like all of yours. Totally legit. Like those are like uh, yeah. I, no, those are, I agree. Yeah. Like, like if I had to go three more, I'd probably pick almost all of those. Yeah. So it's like I'm. We're right on the same page, man. Yeah. Um, I left out a lot of modern stuff, and I will say that modern horror, despite the the negative um, exposure and outlook that people have on it, it is getting better. It is getting better. It I is think getting that you got to look for it. Um, I actually think there's like more. You know, like I think that people always say that like horror is a reflection of the time that we live in. Like we could, that's kind of like the breakdown of it. Like what what is scaring us is a reflection of you know, what's going on in the world right now. Yep. And I think that this might be the first time where that's not necessarily the case. I think that there's much more of a melting pot of different ideas and approaches to horror. Um, you know, where it's like we have the cosmic horror of Lovecraft, but we also have the straight up, you know, like torture stuff still going on. Mm-hmm. You have zombies, uh, you know, the, the not being able to trust fellow yep. man when the shit goes down uh it's all there right now mm-hmm. a lot of throwback stuff uh i really dig that yeah so me too. um yeah there's so much good stuff out now you know like if i were to pick my favorite modern horror movies that might be a fun oh we got to do that at some point that might be a fun list yeah like got... stuff only made in like the last 20 or 10 years yeah yeah that'd yeah. be cool like we could do that i'd do that um, <laughs> I'm really surprised with the first movie that came into my head. I was like, damn, is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. We'll talk after. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we go, I want to plug a new project from the Wolfman's Lounge uh, because we are kind of like splitting up the things, the old topics, you know? Yep. Um, first off, if you're a new listener, welcome. Um, but uh, Join us. Join us, yeah. There you go. Uh, we are going to next week drop a brand new podcast new project altogether what are we hitting them with josh dracula's arcade Woo, baby yeah seem to only make sense yeah uh so uh what dracula's arcade is is it's very much going to be about video games uh, strong focus on retro games mm-hmm. with some modern stuff that we find really interesting peppered in um so yeah we're still we're still going to deliver that that front, you know, that's that, yeah. That, that so we used to. So don't expect any more video game talk on the lounge, right? Head over to Dracula's Arcade, yeah, to get your fill, your bloodlust of video games satiated, satiated, whatever that word is. Yeah, uh, and another thing that you might want to point out, uh, this being the season, mm. Dracula's Arcade, the launch, it's going to be horror themed. Oh, so, of course. I mean, if you're into horror stuff, you know, Dracula's Arcade, it's worth a listen. I mean, we might as well say what the first topic is. First topic is going to be about a game on the NES that I'm very fond of, Friday the 13th. That's it, baby. Yeah. Friday the 13th on the NES is what we're going to be talking about. Whole episode devoted to that game. I might get real fired up. I don't know. Depends on how pissed I get. Yeah. We might need to break out some alcohol. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but please join us for that as well. We're, yeah. we're so excited. We're so pumped for that. Yeah. And we got a lot more stuff coming too. I've, I've been in talks. So, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah. We're just, we're growing. And, uh, but don't think that the, don't think that we're forgetting the lounge. No, this we're is not. still, no, this still is still going to be plugging away. Numero uno. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so that's it. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Please yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Twitter. Um, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say that on Instagram, uh, we posted about this. We got a few 
few people told us what their favorite yeah, horror right. movie was. Yeah, right. I was, was. going to ask how that went. Um, one person said, um, I've actually never seen it. It's uh, Martyrs. It's a recent... Oh, yeah. I think it's a French movie. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'll come out and admit, I'll, it's not really a genre that I'm like super into, mm-hmm. but it looks fucking horrifying. I'll probably need to watch it at some point, but yeah. from all accounts like martyrs is like a fucking nightmare of a film french horror right now is is nightmarish it's fucked up yeah like um, starting like high tension mm-hmm. you ever see high tension no i haven't but i know i know don't, what that is yeah don't watch it mm-hmm. but it's a really well done movie yep yeah uh the other one that got a that someone mentioned to us was the original it miniseries yeah that's an interesting choice yeah yeah that's actually my my, my buddy ben yeah um yeah. I'm terrified of that movie, but like I know it's like almost like irrational. Yeah. Um, and I I need to see the new it at some I point. Love the new it. I need to like grow the biggest pair of balls and just <laughs> fucking try to do it because yeah. the first movie Tim Curry's performance just scarred me for life. It's iconic. Mm. You want to talk about iconic horror performances? Yeah, that's one of them. Yep. Yeah. I- well, that's going to do it for uh, this uh, first uh, Halloween episode, 2018 yep. uh, episode of Wolfman's Lounge. Yeah, we hope um, you liked it. Yeah. Check us out on all the things we talked about. Special thanks to the mini bosses. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Absolutely. I'm Josh. I'm Mike. See you later. Hey, 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 hey.